0: This episode of the Pu'u Mortai podcast is brought to you by PMTLifestyle.com Authentic Muay Thai lifestyle by Pu'u definitely go check out the website at pmtlifestyle.com for some awesome lifestyle merchandise. That's for those of you out there either involved in Muay Thai, looking at getting involved in Muay Thai, embrace a healthier lifestyle to live the life of a Go check it out. Okay, so I'm here with Jared, and we're talking about our, our student Jared. Is it Osogara? Yeah. We're talking about NFTs. So uh, non-fungible tokens. So what do you think would be a value for an NFT? Like,
1: legit. I know we're just talking about it. Um, well, I guess my plan right now was to just, like, after I go home and stuff, just to mess around with, like, Photoshop, create either avatars or something relevant to pop culture that people would either see as, perceive as artwork, mm-hmm. but as far as Muay Thai...
0: So, like, this is what I'm seeing people do, is they'll release, an, like, a business will release an NFT, and on top of that, they get, like, perks for buying that NFT. Like, hey, you're going to get a lifetime of uh, discount, or, hey, every... Uh, every three months I'm going to send you some free merch mm. like that's the kind of stuff that yeah. they add as a business and so for me that's where I'm looking like hey what what adds the value behind it because it's, it's perceived value right now even if it's like not artwork like mm. I was talking to you about like selling trademarks and stuff like that mm-hmm. like trademark art you know like Eat Sleep Teep we have the trademark for it uh-huh. so I make designs say Eat Sleep Teep on it we're the only ones that can do it Yep. right have you seen the like the characters where they have it randomly generated with different stuff?
1: Yes, so it'll do it itself. It'll create variations of. And, mm-hmm. yeah. and there's different rarity based
0: upon weight. What they decide to do is yeah. like, hey, there's only gonna be ten that have a Muay Thai guy with a left glove, left glove red, right glove blue, or yep. something. Yep. So uh, I looked at that the other day, but it, it's not that hard if you understand computer programming because it uses, he um, uses JSON, it's like a JavaScript, yeah, uh, to automatically produce the images. Yeah. Bits and pieces, and it pieces it together. I think the hardest thing for
1: me to understand—I'm not sure about everybody else—but was how could it make money? You know, well, when, it, when hearing about it at first, you're like, "Okay,
0: reselling." Well, because uh, well, what it comes down to is Ethereum. So, if it's on the Ethereum blockchain network, right? If it's on, if it's using that form, then what ends up happening is the Ethereum—the prices go up. But I think it's also very volatile. Yeah. Right? So, like, it goes up, down, up, down. It goes down, goes up. Mm -hmm. So, it's based upon cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. Uh, But if this whole thing with, they're talking about, like, the online world, VR, metaverse, these things. So, Mm -hmm. they're saying, like, hey, you know, you'll get people that buy a pair of, like, Jordans. Mm -hmm. Right? And they talk smack and the people who buy the bootleg Jordans. Mm -hmm. So, in the metaverse, the thing is the way VR works is, from my understanding, what they could do is you could bring your NFT into anything that uses this blockchain technology on the Ethereum network. So like, let's say that um, I had, uh, let's say I had an Eat Sleep tee shirt, right? Uh, the NFT is just a picture mm-hmm. of it, but I can go into Fortnite, I can load it into Fortnite.
1: So I-, I can load it into my metaverse. You know how Jordans have like, brand new Jordans have that big like square logo attached? Yeah. W- would they be able to put a QR code on that? You scan that QR code and you have the same version of Jordans within the metaverse? Kind of. Yeah, yeah, you could do that kind of stuff, but things that anybody could scan the QR code. But what it would
0: be is, so they have the blockchain, they have the Ethereum network, and it's verified that this is what this is, right? And they can have it, so that way, like, let's say that I designed that shirt and like, hey guys, um, I have a new skin in the metaverse. If you're an authentic owner of this, you'll, you will be able to get it inside the metaverse as long as it, and will check it, security, goes everything through the blockchain, through the ledger, and it'll verify that they own it and they have it in their possession and it'll allow them to have access to that skin uh, inside of the uh, virtual world for me I don't like the whole metaverse idea I think it's free yeah. I, I, I get it yeah. but also for me I want no part of it yeah. but I also want to be a part of it because I know people are going to use it yeah. Yeah. so uh, to stay relevant I have to do it yeah. Um, so I see there, like you can go from like let's say Fortnite or like, Call of Duty, you can have a, a your skin loaded. It'd be into unwise these games. to be
1: ignorant about the metaverse, even yeah. If you don't accept it, yeah, right.
0: you want you want to be aware of it because people are investing a lot of money into it. Mm. Um, I saw the potential for it during shutdowns. Mm. There was this thing; it was called Earth Two, and that was my first like introduction into like what the metaverse would be and stuff like that. And uh, you know, I bought some land in it, like and. I, I, I liquidated all of it, and I, I was able to, like, sell it at a profit, and, mm. and then, you know, then this stuff like OpenSea is the big one where you can buy land on the metaverse is the big one now, and I'm like, oh, I'm glad I sold all that stuff. Like, acreage? Huh? In the acreage in a, in a non... Fungible token? No, oh no, what do you You're mean? buying, buying property. Yeah, you're buying property in the freaking metaverse. Is that what wild?
1: Prop- yeah, what property is there? When does it exist yet? Yeah, it there's a lot of things. Concept?
0: People, were, well, people are doing casinos because you can do online gambling through they're NFTs. Ah, so they're creating a casino almost. They're creating like a casino. casino and like the yeah. GTA. Casino, and they're having but, people investing money and buying NFTs that build the casino, right? And then you're going to get a percentage like their of their own the, slot machine. Yeah, well, not just their own slot machine. No, they get percentage of the gross of the casino every time this is what happens they'll have like let's say for example poker chips that are NFTs you can buy them inside the casino so you own poker chips and you can gamble those NFTs yeah Jared's making a face right now he's like what my brain hurts but what so the way NFTs work with the smart contracts too is so the way that works is if you buy the property you buy the NFT right it's attached to this property they can have it so okay um Jared, your 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 crypto wallet is attached to this NFT, and every time there's a transaction with it, you get you get two percent, mm. yep, as being like an early investor. I so understand. no matter where that NFT goes, you always get a percentage, and this yes. comes into
1: music. So the did I, did I, did I talk to you me, about this? me and Josh were actually talking, or your brother were talking about it. Um, I haven't talked to him about it yet, so that makes sense. Just because I, I showed him some of the music I made, and then it just got into how people are making money nowadays. So. Mm. Well, with with music is really cool. So this is my understanding of it, is let's say like,
0: hey, you release an album, hey guys, I'm gonna do 50 limited edition singles, like Ikki, yeah. and it's gonna, uh, along with it, I'm gonna send you a shirt, I'm gonna get you this, you're gonna be the original, first founding owners of this thing, and you'll be verified you had this, and you become a big star, and there's only 50 of these things. What you do is you have a smart contract in there, because let's say you sell it for 20 bucks, Later on down the line, maybe they, it sells for 300 bucks. Mm-hmm. You can have it so that no matter whatever it gets transacted and sold to somebody else, you well, get 10% of that sale, yeah. of that transaction every yeah. single time. So yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you constantly get your, um, what's it called? Uh, residuals, uh-huh. essentially, off of it. You know, your licensing fee for, for using your music or selling mm-hmm. your music and transacting music. So you always get that. So it gets rid of the need of a record label. Yeah. That's essentially what that does. Uh, to authenticate that uh, mm. People are always going to bootleg yeah. You know people With the NFC's like Oh I took a picture Of your JPEG <laughs> <laughs> You know that's That's like the big thing yeah. With it But uh, with Moita I, I was talking to you I, with, with contracts Fight contracts I won't just put this On the record man But fight contracts Here today Today is December Was it 21st December 21st So fight contracts Let's imagine Muhammad Ali Fought against George Foreman and back, rubble the jungle, and their contract was the NFT. Like, let's say Don King was some smart, smart son of a bitch back then. He had NFTs back with then. With that, yeah. So <laughs> I'm sure, the, I'm sure the contract they signed exists somewhere today. It's yes. probably worth. It's probably in the boxing history yes. museum. Yeah. Uh, but let's say that they had, they both signed this contract. They both get a copy, all right. And as soon as their fight's over, you know, the funds get released and the, NF, the NFT gets released into their possession, their block, their crypto wallet, and they have their money. They have their fighters. It's done. Yeah. Um, as soon as they step into the ring, it, it's done. You know, because that's, that's when they're getting paid. Weigh-ins happen, all that stuff. So, and then that gets rid of the need for a bondsman for professional fights. To bond the, the, the fight purse money. And uh, for the payment for all the inspectors and for the ring officials and stuff. So, that way all that money gets released right then. Because everybody's doing the job. You get paid. Done. Uh, but then now you have this contracts they both have and own. That becomes sports paraphernalia. And they can resell that. And they can make more money later on down the line. And the promoter can get residuals off of that. The fighter can always get residuals off of it, too. Paraphernalia. So para- 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 like, so memorabilia. Memorabilia. My bad. Oh, I'm no, not, I'm like, a- <laughs> not paraphernalia. Sorry, I'm freaking just on, on one right now. Yeah, memorabilia. Sports okay. memorabilia It's like becomes a collectible item. It's like yeah. getting a boxing glove that was from you know, the Sanchai shorts that where he fought yeah. Kevin Ross. Mm. Like, those are probably worth money someday. Yep, They probably are now, but I don't know. Uh, for me, I'm just collecting because I, I like it. Um, going through and, and having these items and these things, it's going to be worth money. But they allow those sports contracts to be worth money. Not only did it work as a transactional thing from the business side, and it stays promoter and money, but it makes it easier that, for them to have these fights. But things the state, since state regulated, they don't allow that yet. But I, I can see that happening in the future. If anybody's out there, get on it. Uh, I think that would be a great thing because it makes. Uh, fight, you know, fight purse money public automatically. They don't have to wait for them to disclose what they're paying them. If that makes sense. You yeah. know, like UFC sometimes doesn't disclose mm-hmm. pay, yeah, But it makes it all public. And honestly, since it's overseen by a public entity, I think that fight purses should be more transparent. Because they'll allow people to realize, and probably talk less shit about <laughs> fighters. It's mm. like, yo, dude, they got paid peanuts for that fight.
1: Because at the end of the day, something, most people don't know when you're transitioning... Or at least for an amateur, I just found found this out myself. You you have to pay for your own hospital bills, you have to pay for a lot of things yourself as well as training. What do you mean yeah. your own hospital bills? Well like say if you get in and like uh No, no, uh, if you uh, get injured, no
0: you don't. Oh really? No, no, no. Is they it they, have really? they have event insurance. Really? Yeah, event insurance.
1: What what thing was I
0: reading Were you reading about that guy who uh went a lion fight and had to
1: is that what you read? No. I, I remember one instance as far as professionally um, there was this UFC fighter who wasn't getting paid enough to pay his trainers so he stopped mm-hmm. and then another instance of in the amateur scene um, that you have to pay some of your medical bills as far as the- oh yeah well so here, here's the deal Is when you
0: fight professionally yeah. you had to here in California you have to get MRI EKG blood work eye exam neurological exam MRI of your brain that's, that's what you had to get done. As far and as physical it costs, yeah, fight? It, That's to get licensed for one year. That's Two about 1200 bucks. So guess what the starting pay is for professional Muay Thai in California? How much? Maybe 500
1: mm-hmm.
0: So you lose money when you fight your first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in some certain scenarios, what will happen is fighters will go over and uh, like, talk to the promoter. And, hey, um, you know, will you cover my medicals? I'll fight for free the first time. Cool, you'll have a two-fight contract. Uh-huh. It's very rare. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, like, kind of the process to build pro fighters, if you're bringing Eric down to Mexico, hey, you get three or four pro fights on an international level, and all of a sudden you're a three or four fight pro and you're not a pro debuter, you're worth more money. Alright? Mm. You can ask for, hey, uh, give me $2,000, mm. and then your medicals are covered. And then after that, you making more. Hey, my first fight, $2,000. After that, you just pay me 1200 mm. for example, or 1000 for the next two fights. Mm. And it allows you to negotiate that. But uh if you're just a pro day viewer, they're like, yo, dude, I got plenty of other people who are chomping at the bit, why would I why would I do that for you? Yeah. So like what's the value of it? But that's why you go to
1: Thailand, go to that like, place it's easier to get pro experience. Mm-hmm. They do it in boxing too. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just to I was just saying that to emphasize the fact that yeah, a lot of people don't know how much fighters get. Actually, paid yeah, like. and it's not it's not a profitable a profitable sport. It's no. it's one for you know, you have to want it. Yeah, you know, it's you don't see it. People do see the money in it, but that's from that's from personality and the yeah, that drives exactly. them. Like
0: once they're in it, they're like, "Well, this it's, it's, isn't, it's the marketing. It's, it's the going back into NFTs and stuff like that."
1: Like if if yeah. Conor McGregor was the rollout, does he is, is he have an NFT? I'm sure he, he does. does. The logo maybe. I'm, man, I'm he's, sure he's he, always he, ready. Logo, it has to be in, in variations. If he doesn't, yeah. if he doesn't, he he probably is already. He's snoozing, but
0: uh, somebody from his team's probably doing it. But it, regardless, they need to be able to make some some money off of that. But there's I different mean, ways. Merchandise. Could you NFT your image? Because they're
1: already yeah, you they could. already strike. Like, so like you example, can make your they own strike down videos of audio and like like or just like people using you know. Yeah, you could you can license your image.
0: You know, Nast. But it's like what specific image? Yeah. So maybe I have. Uh, there's let's use uh, let's use the. You know, George Foreman and Muhammad Ali Muhammad Ali wins, right? Boom So there's a picture of Muhammad Ali in the ring With the fucking world title mm-hmm. Around his waist So that specific picture Black and white image From the photographer And Muhammad Ali They work together they go, Let's say they go uh, 80-20 eighty you percent know, for Muhammad Ali 20% for the photographer They license that image They make one of them It's a one-of-a-kind Yeah, you can license that And you can sell it as NFT uh, But that's where it's going to be interesting To come into intellectual property laws IP law uh, like, how do you, like, one's if you just decide to go mint an NFT with this image when you don't have a license for it. And all of a sudden you start, so you're going to get the shit suit out of you. But mm-hmm. the, I don't even think the ju- judicial system set up to be able to go after those yeah. people yet. But eventually they will. And that's what the benefit of having these public transactions mm-hmm. it reduces the risk of fraud and counterfeits. Mm-hmm. So once the judicial system catches up and they figure out how to do
1: it. <laughs> is that made possible through the Ethereum cryptocurrency? As far as fraud, and does that mean? Yeah, because it's all in the public blockchain. Mm. Oh man! Finally, I had like
0: a small little shard of glass in my oh. foot. It's been hitting a nerve. I just got. It. I've been trying to get that thing out for like. Nice. <laughs> just been walking around on um, it. Yeah, it, it would just like cause like a nerve pain too. Oof. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah, look how tiny that is.
0: Wait, what is that? You see that? Oh,
1: yeah. So, so it's so small. Okay. from the podcast crew. <laughs> yeah. It has a micro glass. Damn it. Okay, but, um,
0: yeah, that's a, just a little bit on, like, the NFTs. Some ideas have been thinking about uh, what we're going to do for for Putin Muay Thai. And if more people are out there, go jump on our Discord. <clears throat> let's tell you about it. Yep. And get in there, and we can, we can talk more about it, man. Yes. Sweet. Yes. All right. Well, Jared, we're going kind to of check out this podcast. Sounds good. All right, take care, guys. Take care. All right, that's it today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you guys are listening on iTunes, please go leave a review. It means the world to me. If you enjoy the content, if you like hearing about all stuff that has to do with Muay Thai and what we're doing. Also, uh, there's another way to support us. If you guys visit our Patreon link, it's in the show notes. uh, Also on our YouTube, if you go to pmtlifestyle.com, there's a Patreon link up at the top. Uh, You can spoil us for as little as $5 a month uh, to get some behind-the-scenes footage, things of that nature, to see what we're doing behind-the-scenes for Putin Muay Thai, what we're trying to get going. Uh, Also, you can get some early access clips. You can also get t-shirts, merchandise, and a few other things as perks of being a patron. Uh, Again, go check that out. It's at PMTLifestyle.com.